Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to a brand new episode. I am currently looking out of my terrace. I can see the sea and I can see the sun slowly creeping up over the horizon. The sky is filled with this beautiful sort of orangey, ready glow. Um, We're in January, but actually this is coming to be one of my favourite times of the year, I think, in the southern part of Spain where I currently live. Um, Mainly because the days so far have been gloriously sunny. I'm talking clear blue skies. And I call this type of temperature like my perfect temperature. It's the kind of weather where you can go out and you're wearing clothes, but not feeling, you know, super, super hot. You know, you can sit out in the sun, you can sit and have lunch outside, the sun can be on your face, and you're not, you know, feeling completely frazzled by the sun. So I think this is actually coming to be one of my favorite times of the year. And the fact that I even get to be here, that my family and I, we get to live in such a beautiful place and we get to call this home and we had the freedom to move here. You know, we had a business that allows us to be able to travel and work from wherever we want. Days like this, it's just a reminder of how lucky I am to have discovered this path of coaching and how thankful I was for taking that leap, you know, many years ago and to be able to create what I've done today. Now, I want to dive into this episode because um, I've got some really interesting points that I'd like to touch upon. We're going to be talking about perfectionism because it was something, a topic that came up recently in my DMs. Somebody had asked me about this um, topic. So I felt like I wanted to approach it again. And I really want to kind of start by looking into where perfectionism tendencies come from. Okay, it's really important, I believe, in order to heal the parts of us that we, um, you know, we're not necessarily loving about ourselves. For example, the tendency to be an over-perfectionist. I find that it's important to understand where these patterns of behavior come from, okay? And when it comes to perfectionism, it people normally fall into two camps, maybe even a combination of the two. Now, the first, and maybe you can recognize yourself in one of these camps, the first is that This desire to be the perfectionist, to be really, really good at whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that you're putting out there has to be perfect in order for you to put it out there. This perfectionism mindset is often a safety net to actually protect us from failure. So I've seen this show up in my life where I'm very much this all or nothing mentality. I'm either going to do it to the best of my abilities 
or I'm not going to do it at all. I'm either going to do this really amazing thing or I'm not going to do it at all. And I see this in lots of areas. I've seen it in my business. I've seen it um, in my health, in terms of, you know, my fitness routines. You know, this idea that I want to be really great at something or not do it at all. Um, And really what we are doing here is we are protecting ourselves from failure. Because obviously, if we are not putting ourselves out there at all, then we don't have that opportunity to fail. Elizabeth Gilbert, I think, really hits the nail on the head when she talks about perfectionism as just being fear in really great shoes. And why I love this is because we often wear our perfectionism as a badge of honor. Oh, you know, this is something that's, you know, a great quality about me. I, you know, command perfection in my life. I'm a perfectionist. And, you know, we sometimes, you know, see this as something to be really proud of. But actually, you know, and that's why perfectionism is wearing the great shoes, right? But actually, Perfectionism is a barrier that is protecting us against some of our deepest fears. Our deepest fears of being seen, of being criticized, of being judged, of being vulnerable. There is a lot of fear around showing up and the world seeing you for who you really are. And maybe because you perhaps haven't fully accepted yourself for who you really are. And so you don't want the world to see you as such. And so perfectionism is something that we can use to say, okay, I am not ready to be fully seen because I am not yet perfect. It's an excuse we use to really sort of shy away from doing the things that we are meant to do in life, going all in on the things that we are meant to do. It's this all or nothing mentality. If I'm not fully perfect, then I am not going to do it at all. And what happens is we never take the steps we need to take to move forwards. Okay, we procrastinate on things, we keep convincing ourselves, I am not ready yet. I see this happen a lot with women who are at the cusp of getting ready to launch a business, for example. You know, they will convince themselves, this isn't perfect yet, I am not yet good enough. Uh, You know, my website isn't perfect, my, you know, my program isn't perfect, I don't know enough yet. And, you know, we keep adding on all of these things that we need to do in order in order to be worthy of putting ourselves out there, rather than realizing that that moment of perfection will never come because there's always going to be more for us to evolve or improve on. So this idea of perfectionism then becomes this false reality, this false standard that we are never ever going to reach. And therefore we are never ever going to fully step up because we're never going to reach that standard. Okay. And so again, it acts as this defense mechanism, this protective wall that's really going to keep us from fully stepping up into the lives that we're meant to. Now, the other kind of root of perfectionism is the need to prove ourselves worthy of receiving. This idea that we never feel enough. Okay. And so it may be that you have a combination of both of these things. You're using perfectionism as a safety net, and it's also a way for you to prove yourself worthy of receiving. Now, this often, when we kind of look back at where these feelings originate from, like many things that we struggle with in adult life, 
it can often be traced back to our childhood. So maybe it wasn't receiving enough praise as a child, or maybe it was constantly having to prove yourself in order to receive praise. Maybe it was competing with a sibling. Maybe it was told you're not good enough, despite the fact that you felt you give, you felt you give your all to something. So it's this kind of um, initial seed is planted that says, you are not enough. You are not doing enough. You need to do more. You need to do better. Things need to be amazing for you to receive that external validation. So maybe you see that pattern within your perfectionism. And again, this is a false reality that we're trying to create because that perfect example of whatever it is we're trying to create does not exist. The perfect body doesn't exist. The perfect life doesn't exist. The perfect business, the perfect piece of content, you know, the perfect way to craft a post on social media. None of it exists. Perfect is this false reality. And so we are battling against something that we can never win. We are telling ourselves, you know, if I can show up and I can be the perfect coach or if I can, you know, be the perfect daughter, then I will have the success or, you know, I will have the love that I crave. You know, we're telling ourselves that we need to be something more than what we are currently in order to have the things that we want. And what we need to realize is that we already are worthy of all of those things, okay? And we get to have the things that we desire when we recognize we are worthy without needing to be more, do more, to be that perfect example. Now, when it comes to actually dealing with perfectionism, if you're somebody that really struggles with this, I want you to ask yourself the question of who is this really for? Next time you find yourself in an environment where you are striving for perfection, ask yourself, who am I doing this for? Who am I trying to be perfect for? Now, you may find that it's very simply just a battle with yourself. It's not reliant on the validation of others. It is purely within yourself that you are trying to be perfect for. However, I think you'll find for the majority of people, there is some pull there that is coming from external validation of others. And we can identify this by imagining that whatever it is that you're doing, that you're trying to be perfect with, maybe it's you're trying to be perfect at yoga. Maybe you're trying to write a perfect post for social media. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, If nobody on this planet other than you was going to know that you were doing this, how would that change things? Would it allow you to show up in a different way? And the reason I say this is because so often our perfectionism is derived from this external validation. This idea that we need to be perfect for others in order to be deemed worthy by others. You know, we put too much of an emphasis on what other people think and how other people are going to judge us. And the danger of this is that we are essentially handing over our power to something external to us. Okay, we are saying, I need your approval in order to feel worthy. In other words, I need to do this perfectly so you can be proud of me, so you can deem me worthy and so you can, you know, accept and validate what I am doing and therefore I will then feel worthy within myself. And it doesn't work like that because again, we're constantly chasing this false reality where perfection doesn't exist. 
Now, if you find that how you are showing up, your perfectionism is very much influenced by what you think others may think about you or how they will judge you, I want you to ask yourself this question. Next time you do something and perfectionism creeps in, ask yourself, if I was going to do this just for me, if I was the only person to see the results from my efforts, how would this change how I show Now, this was something that I played around with when I was petrified in the beginning of my coaching business of doing video. And I thought that, or I kept telling myself rather, that if I'm going to do video, it's got to be really great. I've got to be amazing. I've got to be so engaging, so charming. I've got to have the perfect lighting, the perfect backdrop. I need to be able to deliver this incredible talk, you know, word perfectly without any sort of blips. And I kept telling myself this story. And this, the reason why was because I was, you know, I was convincing myself I needed to be perfect because it felt very, very scary to start. So if I kept telling myself, well, you know, you're not quite perfect yet, then it almost bought me a little bit more time. And I realized a lot of my perfectionism was tied up in what I was worried about what other people would think of me. Okay. And I asked myself this, if I was to just do this for me right now, Nobody else was going to see this video. I could make all the mistakes I want. It didn't matter. Nobody else was going to see it. How would this change how I showed up? And I actually started practicing doing video in that sort of environment where it would only be me seeing it. So I would record something telling myself, nobody's going to see this. I can make as many mistakes. It doesn't matter. It's not going out anywhere. I'm not going to be publishing it. And what was really interesting is that when I released that pressure to show up perfectly, all of a sudden, creating video just felt so much more fun, easy, joyful, light. And I could sit down in front of a camera and record, you know, a 20 minute session without having to think about anything. It was almost as if the words just channeled through me. (laughs) It just felt so easy. Compare that with when I would sit down and tell myself, right, this needs to be really good right now. This needs to be perfect because it's going to be put out there and everybody's going to see it. All of a sudden, I just couldn't find the words. I would stop and start. I would tell myself, okay, I need to start again. That wasn't very good. Or I messed up that line. I've seen this play out so many times in my life. I had it with my book as well, where, you know, if I tried to sit down and write, you know, a perfect sentence or, you know, the perfect chapter, it would like, I would get this, you know, writer's block and I just couldn't write anything at all. So dropping perfectionism allows you to actually create far more magical results and experiences in your life. Okay, sometimes we think perfectionism is going to allow us to create better work. And actually, from my experience, the opposite is true. Now, something else that I would like you to do is rather than challenging yourself to create something to the best that you can can do, right? Rather than challenging yourself to be perfect, which is often something times we do, we set this benchmark of perfection, perfectionism, and we say, right, okay, this is what I'm aiming for. And again, it kind of constantly feels like we're, we're never measuring up, right? Because it's this false reality. But what about if instead, as an alternative, you challenged yourself to make mistakes? Can I get something wrong today? Can I mess up a little bit today and 
be humorous about it? <laughs> you know, can I allow myself to be more playful when I do get it wrong? Almost setting making mistakes as the standard for how you want to show up, getting things wrong for the standard of how you want to show up. Rather than setting this impossible standard of perfectionism, lowering the bar a little bit, (laughs) taking some of that pressure off, okay, and being playful with it, almost like rewarding yourself and giving yourself a high five if you mess up. So going back to what I was saying about, you know, doing the video, if I was to go and do a, you know, a Facebook live stream maybe, and I got something wrong, rather than beating myself up off the back of that, I would high five myself. Okay, you did that wrong, yet you continued regardless. You continued to show up. You know, you didn't have a total meltdown. (laughs) So how can we learn to just enjoy the falling a little bit more rather than, again, putting this really high benchmark on everything that we need to create? setting the standard super high and then making the process itself something that just isn't enjoyable. Because every time we take a step forward, we're treading so carefully because we just want to make sure it is the right step, okay? We end up overthinking things because we're like, oh, well, if I do this wrong, then it won't be perfect. You know, we undo work that we've done because we're worried it isn't good enough and it just never moves us forward anywhere when we challenge ourselves to make more mistakes <laughs> and we are fun and lighthearted with the process, we move ourselves forwards much, much quicker, okay? So perfectionism doesn't create the results that you're perhaps thinking it will do. Now, the final point that I want to make on perfectionism is that, again, we hold perfectionism up, something being perfect up as this ideal standard, thinking, that means that it is better than something else. If something is perfect, it is better than something that is imperfect. However, this is not often the case. And I just want you to think of some somebody for a second. I want you to think of somebody that you perhaps look up to. Maybe it's in the online space. And I want you to think of you know, their various different qualities or their skills and think about the ways in which they are imperfect. And thinking about how you are actually drawn into those imperfections. Some of the people that I love, admire and respect the most online, I do so because of their vulnerabilities, because of their presence of imperfections. When somebody has this perfectly curated life without seemingly anything imperfect about it at all, it sometimes feels like not real, And it's not something we can always resonate with. There is an art in Japan. Maybe you've heard of this art before. It's the art of kintsugi. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right. (laughs) And basically what happens is when a bowl falls apart or a pot, it, rather than being discarded, it is glued back together again. And it's glued back with this really beautiful gold glue. So a broken pot, the fragmented pieces, rather than, you know, just being discarded, they're created, they're turned into something new, something beautiful. And there's so much that we can take from this. Rather than discarding the parts of ourselves that we believe are imperfect, the parts that we believe are broken, worthless, not good enough, how about we accept all of who we are 
and lovingly and gently piece ourselves back together. So rather than seeing our cracks as imperfections, something to be ashamed of, how about we recognise the beauty within these imperfections? And then rather than seeing our failures as life falling apart, see them as life coming together, an opportunity to recreate yourself in a way that is even more magical. Remember, ladies, the cracks, the imperfections can be beautiful too if you are willing to embrace, embrace them. And the breaking of you could in fact be the making of you. So I hope this has given you some food for thought for today. And it will make you think differently about your own perfectionism tendencies moving forwards. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, ladies. And I will catch you on the next episode. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.